name of Jesus, we all say amen. amen. Verse 1, And it came to pass, when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. So they're going to go to three primary destinations. Uh, really, the prophet is overseeing what we know as the schools of the prophets. Uh, today, we don't always necessarily have what you would call a school of the prophets, mainly because back in the Old Testament, that was the only ministry they had. But today you have five. You have the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Primarily back then, all you had was the prophet. So it was like, let's raise up prophets. But today it's more of school of ministry, raise up ministers, and then God will, he will uh, separate each person into their distinct, you know, ministry field. And uh, sometimes you might, you might think, well, I'm going to be an evangelist, but then God plugs you into as a pastor and you get into your settled calling. So we have a school of ministry. And of course, God's still raising up prophets. But these three locations, each one is a decrease in elevation. So actually the journey they're going to make, they're walking downhill and they're going downhill. So sometimes you're thinking, you know, Lord, I'm really seeking you. And I'm trying to do what Jeremiah said, seek the Lord with all of your heart and you'll find him. But sometimes the more you seek, your mind's thinking, hey, uh, this doesn't seem to be producing very much. Uh, uh, it seems actually like we're going backwards. But don't let those things fool you. Uh, it's, it's like, you know, you can begin to honor the Lord with your finances and you, you start tithing, you start giving, but maybe there's not an immediate change and the enemy says, see there, nothing's happening. You're actually going backwards. You're, you're depleting yourself. But you need to stay with the scriptures, stay with biblical principles, and you'll find out that they'll, they'll pay off richly in your life. Praise God. And that's also the thing that the servant, Elisha, is going to do. Because Elijah will give him opportunity to stay home. Now, verse 2. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. In other words, you know, stay here. It's Saturday morning. It's kind of a rainy day. There's nothing going on. Just, just sleep in today. You need your beauty sleep. You, you'll look better. And uh, you, you need to rest today. You've had a busy week. Just relax and stay at home. But you know you have to be determined that you're not going to miss your miracle. That's, that's why you're here. Because you want to hear from the Lord and receive something from the Lord. Is that correct? Praise God. And so you have to be very persistent in pursuing the Lord. Now, Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. See, they're going down. They're going to keep going all the way down to the area of Jordan. You're down at the, uh, the very low spot that flows into the Dead Sea. And uh, so this is a downhill journey. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then they're, uh, they're on their way to Bethel. Uh, the prophets, the young prophets say, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, yes, I know. Keep silent. In other words, I don't really want to talk about that. I've got a close relationship with him, and I'm not really into this mindset of thinking about him leaving, although I know that he's going to. So then they're on the Jericho in verse 4. Uh, he gives him another opportunity for his young protege to stay home. He says, but as to as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. You know, the first time I ever heard a supernatural voice speak to me, I was at my grandmother's house all by myself and the relatives were somewhere else on a, at a neighboring house. And so I was there alone. My grandmother, she always prayed and read her Bible all the time. And I was alone and I heard a voice speak to me, say, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. 
Well, the, vo the voice was so real, I thought one of my brothers had snuck back into the house and was hiding behind the couch or something like that. But I looked around, there was nobody there. Uh, and that was the first time I'd ever heard an angel speak to me. Draw near to the Lord. So here's the thing, if you begin to draw near to the Lord, God will do His part. He'll start, he'll start to get real close to you. He'll, he'll get this close to you. Mm. Sometimes in the meetings, uh, this one particular fragrance will begin to come forth. Uh, it's the fragrance of, uh, it's a supernatural fragrance of aftershave. Uh, you know, like men, when they shave, uh, after they finish shaving, you'll take that, that aftershave, you'll splash it on, and it, it, it kind of stings. But the, God can come with that, that He'll begin to manifest that aftershave fragrance. What does it mean? It means you're coming into a walk with God that's extremely near to the Lord. He'll get, real, he'll get right up in your face in a very sacred, holy way. And so sometimes when you're smelling that, that's what the Holy Spirit is signifying, a deeper than normal type walk with God. Get ready because somebody's going to catch that beautiful fragrance in these meetings. Lord, we give you praise today. Mm -mm. Let's continue on. Now, verse 6. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Now, there, there are some things about a mantle. I, there's, it's just like a coin. There's two sides of a coin. The, there's a side of a mantle that when you really want a mantle, you have to be careful. There's a very high probability you're going to get it. The other side, though, is that it does take pursuit. It's, like, it's almost like spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts, the nine gifts of the Spirit, whether it's the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, special faith, gifts of healings, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning the spirits, you have tongues, you have interpretation of tongues. They are grace gifts. What does that mean? It means they, they are released by God through grace. You get them by grace. So it's not like you can earn them or do enough push-ups to get them. But at the same time, while they are grace gifts, God said, earnestly desire them. So you have to get the balance right. Some people say, well, if God wants me to have them, I'll, I guess he'll just give them to me. Well, that's half of the story. You also need to really go after God and say, God, I really want these so that the church can be built up and edified, right? And that you also can minister more effectively uh, to the lost, praise God. So there's both. There's the grace of God, but there's also your seeking, your pull upon the Lord. It's the same way with mentals. If you really go after it and you really pursue the Lord, you're probably going to get it. But you will have opportunity to say, well, I don't know if it's worth it. I, you know, I just don't know. And so you, it's potential you may not make it. But if you really go all the way, you will. Now say, I'm going all the way. And that's what Elisha did. He stayed with Elijah, the man of God, all the way. Now, verse 7, 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now, Elijah took his mantle. Now, just say that. Say mantle. mantle. What is a mantle? What is a mantle? Well, it's obviously something that he could roll up. Now, back in his days, the mantle was often an animal skin, and the prophet would wear it over the shoulders. The shoulders representing government or authority. Remember the prophet Isaiah, when he talked about the coming Messiah, said the government will be where? On his shoulders, right? So oftentimes in meetings, when an anointing comes down, just like rain coming down right now, when a mantle begins to fall, sometimes people can feel, or I, what I, 
I use the word feel, but I'm saying sense. They could sense it come right over their shoulders. Something that had a weight, sometimes even a tangible weight, just fell on their shoulders. Woo, what is that? That's the new mantle. So in the Old Testament, it'd be like an animal skin or a cloth that they would wear that signified that they were a man and woman of God, that they were a prophet of God. Now in the New Testament, what we would call a mantle would be the anointing. Woo, hallelujah. That anointing coming upon you. The anointing in you, the Holy Spirit in you for guidance, for direction, for making right decisions in life, but the anointing upon you to empower you to do what? To do what? Not only do what God called you to do, but watch this. The anointing to empower you to rise to the very top of your career field. Wow, hallelujah. It'll make you stand out. That anointing, that, that ability, the function, that with an unction, that anointing will cause you to stand at the top. And you'll just have something on you. And the world, they don't, they don't know what to call it. They, they just say he has maybe, uh, he's just got it, whatever it is. Uh, maybe they call it charisma, but they don't understand what the word charisma actually means. But the Holy Spirit can come on you. And you can, you can just function in that anointing. You know what to do. I had a friend of mine, he was a, uh, a fire marshal, and he lived in Connecticut. And he, talk, he talked to me about the time there was this large commercial fire, commercial buildings catching on fire and canisters blowing up and stuff like that. So he pulls up, and he's got over 100 fire trucks coming in. And all of these men want directions. All of these men want solutions. And he's just that anointing. You go here, you do this, you do that, you turn that off, you turn that on, do this. And he's just like a machine. Functioning, functioning. No sweat, no pressure, no nervousness. You did what? what? He was in that anointing in his career field. Spirit-filled believer, praying, loving God, serving God. And so that anointing all over him. And it helps you stay calm. It helps you stay calm and function very smoothly in what God's called you to do. Mm. Now, you would think that maybe this wouldn't happen in North Carolina. Maybe you would think this would happen in, in California when it comes to earthquakes. But uh, a few years back, we had a big earthquake in North Carolina. One of the painters was up on a ladder on the inside of our church. He's painting the inside of the church. And here comes this earthquake, and it's shaking. It's shaking the whole church. And a lot of people in North Carolina, they didn't know what to do. And so we're right next to a public school that's just, you know, uh, over on the other side of our parking lot. And the, the, uh, the painter said, he said, Pastor Stephen, is this what I think it is? I said, yep. I said, this is an earthquake. I said, you probably should get down off the ladder. And he did. And, uh, and so Kelly was standing outside, and that earthquake kept shaking. It actually uh, fractured our national monument. They had to close it for months. But the principal ran, ran out of the school building like, what do I do? What do I do? Now, Kelly grew up in Southern California. She said, you do nothing, just relax. And she said, calm down, calm down. Now, see, if you're a leader and you get in the fear, that's going to hit all of the people under your control. And, and that will just sweep over all the teachers, over all the students. And Kelly said, calm down. It's okay. It can't hurt you. You're in a good building. Just relax. And just peace, the peace of God came all over that, that superintendent. And she was able to walk back in and say, everything's okay. Everything's all right. Everybody calm down. But see, that, that's the anointing. That's the anointing. It was on Kelly. But you can transfer it in the anoint and just impart that to people when they need it. Woo, thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, that's the mantle. That's the anointing. So he took his mantle, rolled it up, struck the water, and it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. 
So we have a miracle here. Now verse 9, And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Are you ready for this special moment in your life? Okay. Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Okay. Okay, so Jesus whips out his checkbook, and, you know, although we don't really use checks much, much today, do we? But it's like pulling out a blank check, and uh, may maybe Bill Gates stands in front of you with a blank check. Say, how much do you need? Well, you know, that guy's got the power to, you know, you're not going to strain him, you know. Uh, you know. So it's, it's the same thing. It's the man of God under the anointing saying, ask, I've got the, I've got the, I've got the connection to kind of like pull this through for you. Say, what do you, so what do you want? Okay, Solomon had the same thing happen to him. Jesus came to him in the dream. Don't think just because it's a dream it's not real. Oh, that's just a dream. That's not the same thing. No, he, he woke up the next morning. He had it. He had something he never had before. And he had it greater than anybody ever had before. So it can be imparted through dreams. But Solomon had the same thing. And so you're, you can get the same question, but the answer may be different depending on what you need. Okay, so the Lord asked Solomon, what do you want? He replied, I need wisdom and knowledge. Why? That's what he needed. Why? He's governing and leading millions of people. And he didn't know how to lead them, and he knew that. So he's like, hey, I, I don't need the money thing. I, I, don't need, I, I don't really need spiritual gifts even. I, I need wisdom. I need knowledge because I, I I'm just like a young kid. I don't know what to do. And my, my dad, I mean, how do you fill the shoes of David? How do you walk in the footsteps of somebody like that? He's like, I, Lord, I need wisdom, and I need it, I need it right now. And he got it. He, and it was tested the next day when the two harlots brought the baby. And the question was, whose child? Who, who's the real mother? And he, he could solve it. And people were stunned. They're like, he's got it. And you can't just say that was a dream. That was a real dream. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Mm, he got it. Okay, so... Right now, if the Lord just appeared in a vision on the stage and you could see him and he just point blank asked you, what do you want? What's this new anointing that you would like to step into? What's this new mantle? What would you say? I, I know what some of you would say. You would say, I don't know. <laughs> I need a few more days to think about it. But you, you have to be able to dig deep down into the depth of your heart. See, your heart has depth. You have, you, you have a lot of depth on the inside of you. You have to dig down and say, what is that thing that's really that you, because I would present to you that you actually already know what it is. But you have, you have to be able to pull that up. You have to be able to pull that up. Praise God. And it's not getting in the flesh and saying, well, I want to be a famous rock and roll singer. No, no, this is not, no, we're not in the flesh, we're in the spirit. What is it from, what is it in the kingdom that you want? And by the way, when you get in the Spirit, you don't even think about stuff like that. I had a person say, Pastor Stephen, next time Jesus comes to you in a vision, would you please ask him, what made the dinosaurs go extinct? <laughs> well, you, you don't even think about stuff like that. I mean, I'm like, we'll figure all that out later. I, I, I don't know. You know, I, that's, not, that's not what on, is on his agenda. And uh, th there was a time, one time, when the Lord did come to me and asked him a question, and he said, I don't want to talk about that. And I kind of wanted to say, what I really do, but he just, the look and the, and the conversation, he's like, we're talking about this. And, 
you know, the king of kings, you kind of roll with him. You know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> so, uh, whoo, glory to God. So, so he'll, he'll ask, what is it that you want? And in relation to an, a mental anointing, you have to know what that is. Mm, thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, so as I'm talking, I'm going to keep teaching you. While I'm teaching, the Holy Spirit's working with you, helping you right now to identify what that thing is. Woo! Okay, it's going to start to float to the top, and you're going to know what to ask. Solomon said, I, I need wisdom. I need, I need understanding. Okay, but with Elisha, it's different. Now, look what he's going to say. What may I do for you before I'm taken away from you? Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Now, so that's a double portion. Okay, now, uh, of what kind of a spirit? Of the prophetic mantle. Do you see what he's after? He's after the prophetic anointing. Now, see, my father was a very uh, intellectual, very, very brilliant man. That got passed to uh, my oldest brother. My oldest brother is a member of the, uh, what do they call that society? The Mensa Society. You have to be a certified genius. You have to have a, like a real high IQ. Well, well he's in that. And that, that came on him. That, that anointing did not come on me. That, I'm not saying I'm, not, I'm, I'm like an idiot or something like that. But I'm saying I, I, I don't do the physics stuff. And that's what he does, you know, the, the physics and the uh, research papers on the pion nucleon scattering and the joint projects with the USA and the Russia collaborating on deep. Uh, 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 that, that, that's his world. And he flows in it very, very smoothly. But uh, that did not come on me. But that's okay. I, I didn't need that. Because when I get in the healing line, I can't go up to somebody and say, what do you need? Pastor Brooks, I've got cancer. Okay, here it comes. E equals M squared C squared. Now take it. <laughs> that's, that's not what I need. You, need. you need that portion that pertains to your calling. You see what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> I see the Holy Spirit's identifying it. Starting to get real clear. Mm -mm. Say, Lord, the double portion. I want the double portion. Mm. I think I got the double silly portion somehow. Mm. Mm. I, I know this one prophet, he'll start to minister, get real silly. He said, Pastor Stephen, it's coming on me, the spirit of goof. It's coming on me. Well, I will go ahead and get goofy, brother. If that's your thing, get goofy. Amen. But people get delivered. Amen. So <laughs> go ahead and flow in it. Amen. Mm. I, I, I picked him up from the airport uh, at Charlotte, and I was driving him to our, to our place for a conference. And uh, uh, we started talking. The more we talked about the Lord, the, the drunker we started getting. So um, he said, uh, he said, Brother Stephen, I feel the anointing for the golden arches. So we go to the McDonald's. We get our drive-through food at McDonald's, and uh, we're so excited in the Lord. I pull right back out uh, and start driving up the road. And uh, we're laughing and laughing, and all, the, all these cars are coming towards us. I said, Brother, I said, would you believe all those cars are going the wrong direction? What's wrong with all of those people? He goes, Brother Stevens, what a silly, what a silly place you live in. They're all driving the wrong. He said, Brother Stephen, you're driving the wrong way. We're going the wrong way. So we're going up a one-way uh, street, full speed ahead. And I had to yank the car, turn the car around, and uh, oh, and he, uh, we're laughing. Oh, the spirit of goof, Brother Stephen, here it comes. Oh, hallelujah, amen. Whew. Maybe somebody wants a double portion of that. Oh, hallelujah. You'll get free, I'll guarantee you that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Thank you, Jesus. Let a double portion. You need to be brave when you ask. 
Now, when you ask the Lord, don't ask for like second best or third best. Well, I, I just don't feel worthy. I, I just don't. No, ask Him for the thing you really want. Okay? Mm. Ask Him for the thing that you really want. And He'll give it to you because you can have it. You can have it. Now, He said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you, but if not, it shall not be so. Okay, so we know the verses from Jeremiah and these other type of verses that say, is there anything too hard for the Lord? What's the answer? No, we, we, we know that. So, but he is saying many times the other side of the coin that you need to understand goes along with it. You are asking a hard thing. In other words, okay, he's saying, look, Elisha, you, you've seen the miracles. You've seen me call fire down from heaven. That's the chapter just before that. You've seen all this. You want that anointing. But you have to understand this, this is a package deal. You cannot escape that. It's a package deal. If you get this, Jezebel also will want to cut your head off. Just like she wants to cut mine off. If you get this, they'll write articles on about you in the newspaper just like they do me. If you're a true prophet, you, can, you cannot escape that. This is a package deal. They're asking a hard thing. So if you want a double, you can have double the anointing. You're going to get double the persecution too. And you're not being realistic if you think you can have this and somehow escape that. Because you're going to get the whole enchilada. You still want Amen. Amen. Uh, there's one man in America that's called to preach uh, mainly on the subject of prosperity. You know, when you're in ministry, you have, you have different anointings. Get it, take it, called by God to teach on faith. And you, you, you have a Derek Prince, uh, or just a Joseph Prince, called to teach on grace. Uh, and Derek Prince called to teach on deliverance. And every, every minister kind of has their theme. They have their thrust, right? Well, this one ministry is kind of called by God to preach on prosperity. He's not really trying to flow with that. just not calling to. And he's blessed. He's blessed. But he said, oh, oh, he said, some of the things that people say about me, the lies and the persecution and the stuff they say is not even true. But oh, the persecution, he said, one day it got to him. He said, one day the persecution got to me so much it made me cry. I broke down in my car and just started weeping and crying. But he said, while I cried, I just kept on driving and drove to the bank and made another deposit. <laughs> And just suddenly started feeling better. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Glory to God. Amen. Mm. But you have to embrace uh, these things. Um, even Jesus, it says, they persecuted him without a cause. Sinless, sinless, sinless. And they still, they still, they still went after him. Mm. And a lot of it will come from the church. Praise God. Mm. Do you still want it? Mm. Mm. There's some very beautiful fragrances beginning to uh, uh, swirl around in here, heavenly fragrances. Lord, we give you praise today. So you've asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be so for you, but if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened, as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with the horses of fire, separated the two of them, and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. 
the mantle falls down. As he goes up, the mantle falls down, verse 13. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him, went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Stephen Jeffries? Where is the Lord God of Smith Wigglesworth? Where is the Lord God of Evan Roberts? Where is the Lord God of, you know, uh, A.A. Allen? Where is the Lord God of the great saints? Where some of the old classic miracles that came out from that anointing, where are they at today? Because you go to a lot of churches that are even so-called Pentecostal churches, you can't even tell they're Pentecostal. Nobody even speaks in tongues, at least not publicly. And so I'm telling you, a lot of this has been lost. It's been lost to what I would call the Western church, but God's bringing it all back. Amen. It's all coming out of the closet, out of the mantle closet. It's coming out of the, the closet of new mantles. Woo! Some of them are actually old. And the very first mantle I got was 1,400 years old. How about that? I was, um, I was in a place for my life. I had prayed for two years for a mantle. Tell your neighbor next to you, not, not two weeks. Tell the person on the other side, say two years. Okay. Now, I believe because I kind of punch this through, you can have the two-minute miracle mantle, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. The 20-minute, okay. Uh, but th this was stuff, when I was studying it, I, I was just like, Lord, I can't find material. The Lord said, there's not much out there. He said, you need to write a book on it. And so I was just beginning to like, uh, kind of like redig these wells. And so I, I sought the Lord for a mantle for two years, studied the Bible, Elijah, Elisha. Uh, Joshua uh, receiving the impartation from Moses, uh, Paul, Timothy, and on and on, all kinds of examples throughout the Bible, throughout church history. And I just said, Lord, you've got to have something more for me, and I, I believe I'm believing you for something more. So two years went by, and after two years, I saw uh, one night I wasn't I wouldn't use the word complaining, but I was kind of pouring out my soul. I said, Lord, um, I said I know you're hearing my prayers. But I said, I said, if you've answered the prayer, I, I, I haven't noticed anything. Nothing's changed. I said, it's been two years now. I haven't had any kind of mental experience. And uh, I said, Lord, I'm just a little bit discouraged. I'm a little discouraged. But remember, to rush God is to find fault with God. Don't rush Him because you could be right up to that moment, okay? And so the, the Lord just let me know. Somehow He let me know it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Because I, I'd, I'd bumped right up to that moment of like, it's time to give birth. That's what I was, that stirred in my spirit. So that night I went to sleep, laid down. And that night the Lord came and he visited me. And he took me up in a vision, took me up out of my body. And he took me up to what I would call the second heaven. The, the, the Apostle Paul talked about being caught up to the third heaven. Now, I was, talk, I was taken to the second heaven. Now, the second heaven is if you were to go outside today, and look up and see the airplanes flying. Not the ones that just took off, but the ones that are cruising altitude, like at 30 or 40,000 feet. That is technically the second heaven, okay? That is the area where Satan has a, a spiritual kingdom up there of darkness. He also has a kingdom under the sea, but he has his ruling primary kingdoms up in the air in the spiritual atmosphere up above us. Uh, there will come a day he will be thrown down. He'll be very, very angry. He's going to be thrown down. That's going to be a lot of fun because he has an unfair advantage. 
It's to, see, in, in war, the number one thing a military wants to establish in war is aerial supremacy. You want your air force to begin to dominate. That way you bomb, you bomb your enemy. That way you save a lot of your troops when they go in. You've already destroyed, uh, you know. And so you want to get air superiority. One day he's going to lose that. But right now he's up there and there are strongholds up there. And so the Lord took me up and he lifted me up into the second heaven. And he put me behind a rock outcropping. And I was behind these rocks, these big boulders, and I could see down into a valley, maybe only about 200 yards away. I could see this valley. And in the valley was an enemy camp. And I saw demons marching around something they were guarding and protecting. And uh, these demons were real vicious and mean looking. They had, they had spears that looked like the spears were 18 feet tall with dagger edges, and they were just angry, they were mean looking, and they were marching, a whole group of them, marching around something and protecting something. Over the top were two big, huge demons. They looked like bats. They had big leathery-like wings with uh, like claw talons sticking out on their wings. They were flying over the top, patrolling and protecting this area. And so I'm looking at that from behind the rocks, thinking, I wonder what they're guarding. And then suddenly, two big angels of the Lord, they, they had white garments. These angels had wings. They flew over my head and swooped down into that camp, and they went like this. They flew in fast circles, whoo, whoo, and it stirred those demons up and made them so angry. And then those two angels went, whoo, and took off. And when they took off, the evil spirits were so angry, they took off after them. And then the Lord said, He said, go quickly. Those are my two decoy angels. And they had totally cleared the camp out. And I started running. Ooh, I started running down that hill, running with my skinny legs, running, <laughs> running. And I ran down into the valley. And I ran up to something I, I'd never seen in my life before. I was actually startled. I was kind of surprised. I didn't know what to think about it. It was a stack of clothing. It was a bunch of clothes, but it was packed with a supernatural density. Although the, the stack was maybe like six feet high and about 13 feet long and about, you know, that wide, there were millions and millions of pieces of clothing in there. I saw hats, all kinds of hats, gloves, uh, surgical gloves, all kinds of uh, other types of gloves. Uh, uh, I saw coats and garments and all kinds of, all kinds of uh, shoes and I said, I said, Lord, what is this? He said, these are unclaimed mantles. And he said, my saints from history past have gone home to be with me in heaven, but many of them never passed their mantle on and the enemy has taken them, has captured them. And I knew instantly my mantle's in that stack. Woo, yours too, amen. Woo, and we're gonna go in there today, hallelujah. And I did the same thing any of you would do. I took my arm and plunged it into that stack of clothing, and I grabbed it. I began the field, and I, I grabbed it. I said, that's it, and I yanked it out. Hallelujah. And held it up. And I couldn't, could hardly believe what I pulled out. It was a blue sweatshirt. I know you think it's going to be like a Jewish Torah scroll, a, a robe, or no. It was a sweatshirt, because... When I'm not preaching or just kind of relaxed, I, th that's what I used to wear all the time, just these blue sweatshirts. And it was a blue sweatshirt. 
Uh, blue, by the way, represents the prophetic, the open heavens, okay? And so uh, I looked at it, and the Lord said, yeah, that's yours. Put it on. And I pulled it over my head, pushed my arms through the sleeves, pulled it down, perfect fit. Yours is going to be a perfect fit, fit too, whatever it is. And then the Lord spoke to me, and he told me who used to wear the mantle. He said, it belonged to one of my trusted prophets. His name was St. Columba. And he lived off this little island uh, off the coast of Scotland. He was an Irishman, actually, who was a good man, but the history of St. Columba's that he actually got involved in a civil war with the king because St. Columba loved the Lord, but he took a copy of the Gospels and he made his own copy off the king's copy and the king considered it, hey, you, you can't copyright my Bible. He's like, and Columba's like, well, yeah, but we don't have a Bible. We want a Bible. And the king said, it doesn't matter. He said, you can't keep your own copy of it. And he said, I'm keeping it. And they actually went to war over the Gospels. And because Columbus' family came from a warrior, uh, like a warrior tribe, they actually defeated the king's men and kill, killed a whole bunch of the king's soldiers. But then after the battle, Columba was just struck with guilt by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit said, you need to repent. He said, because of what you've done, your, your whole life belongs to me now, and you need to serve me. And Columba, he, he left Ireland completely and went to that little bitty tiny island of Iona, and he established there a monastery that became the teaching center for all of Eastern and Western Europe. And it affected all of civilization. And the Lord told me, he lived about a little over 1,400 years ago. The Lord told me, you'll find out about him in church history. And he said, that's the mantle that you now walk in. Woo, hallelujah, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so something began to happen to me after I got the mantle, just like something happened to Solomon after he received that impartation from the Lord. Uh, I began to go to the meetings right after that church meetings, and, you know, I would speak, and normally I would, would teach, and I would minister to the sick by, not by an anointing, by, but by the prayer of faith, but this time when I went to minister, uh, prophecy started coming out of me. I'd begin to prophesy over people, and then right after that, I began to go into visions and that whole uh, seer realm began to open up to me, and I began to see angels. And I didn't know it, but he was known for having angelic visitations. That was one of the primary anointings of his prophetic ministry was angelic visitations. So I went on to write a book about angels, and the Lord blessed it and caused that book to go around the world. Praise God. But I'm saying, God's got a mantle for you. Mm. Say yes. yes. And when you get it, it'll fit you just right. Mm -mm. There's going to be Israeli mantles fall in this meeting. And some of you, you're not just going to visit Israel. You're going to go back, and you're going to go back, and you're going to go back. And something's going to happen to you that's called Beulah. My old church used to be called Beulah. Beulah means what? It actually means you're married to the land of Israel. You're not just a tourist saying, yep, I saw the site. I visited the Mount of Olives. I went to the Garden of Gethsemane. No, no, no. Everybody does that. That goes, no, something happens where God grabs your heart and you become married to the land. And you're like, why do I love this land? Why do I love these people? That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. That mantle's going to fall here in just a few moments. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm -mm. Mantles and anointings from heaven. I'm kind of wondering where my water is at. Gentlemen, do I have a water around here somewhere? Yes. Thank you. No, no, no. Praise God. That one will work just fine. Would you like to hear some more mantle stories today? Yes. I want to build your faith up. Yes. Let me tell you also another reason why 
at least once in your life you need to go to Israel. Who's been there? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. So a few hands go up. So that means quite a few others of you. You have, you have a destiny. You have an appointment in Israel. See, when we go to Israel, me and my wife lead tours. We take the people. They're happy. They want to see the sights. But we go for a different reason. We actually go to meet the Lord. There will always be some point on that tour, on that, during that 12 days, where Jesus kind of just shows up. I'll never forget the time we took a tour and I was trying to, we were at a, a hotel there at the Sea of Galilee, and I'm trying to get my laptop set up to stream an internet meeting. And our tour group is there. We're all sitting around. They're kind of waiting on me. And the Lord walked into the room. And I'll never forget it because one of the ladies, she was a Catholic woman. She's now a ministry partner with our ministry. She just shook her life. She said, my God, she said, Jesus walked into the room. I've never had anything like that happen in my life. I said, that was pretty wild, wasn't it? So we go to meet the Lord. Amen. And I believe that when you go, he'll meet you there. Somewhere, somewhere, he'll meet you there. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. One time I was, um, I was in Israel. Uh, that was with Brother Sadu. And um, I had already, I was one of the conference speakers. I had already finished my session of speaking. And uh, I was sitting on the front row. The last speaker on the last night of the conference was up there and he was ministering. And this prophet, he, he was under a heavyweight anointing. He was flowing in his thing. And uh, so I'm sitting on the front row. There's a whole bunch of people back behind me. The, the, the whole thing, the conference is full. And so everybody's happy. He's up there preaching. Kelly's sitting next to me right here. And next to me, there's an apostle. Apostle Neville Johnson was sitting next to me from Australia. And so we're sitting there just all happy. And uh, uh, the prophet, the man of God that was ministering, he finished his preaching and he said, now I want to lay hands on the people. And so the ushers begin to grab people by the hundreds and line them up. And because uh, the prophet's going to come down the line. So they're all grabbing people. But uh, some of the ushers got confused and grabbed us conference speakers and threw us up in the line. <laughs> because really, really, we just want to like kick back what the people get ministered to. But they, they were just trying to go so fast. They just grabbing everybody. They grabbed us and threw us up in the line. We thought, well, we're here. We might as well just stand here. Amen. And so here comes the prophet. He's, he's coming down the line. Now, let me tell you what was going on before the line was formed. While we're sitting there, and he was ministering, beginning to wrap up his ministry, as we we're sitting there, um, something started happening to my head. Uh, get ready, because there's no telling what's going to happen to you in these meetings. Something started happening in my head where it felt like it was itching. So, trying to be low profile because of all the people behind me, I leaned forward and kind of start scratching my head. And as I did, it looked like flakes of manna started coming off my head. I thought, either this is manna or I've got a really bad case of dandruff that just <laughs> broke out. And uh, it was like tingling and itching, and, uh, and then it stopped. I thought, whew, okay. I don't know what that was, but whew. Uh, But then it, something started again. And this time, it felt like oil was being poured all over my head. And I could feel it running down on my face, and I'm I just like, now I have to keep doing this. Because it's going all over my head and uh, running all over my face. And uh, I told Kelly what was going on. And she's like, I don't know what's going on with you, but it was just coming all over me. And so I elbowed uh, Apostle Neville. I said, um, I said, Brother Neville, I said, I don't know what's going on in this meeting, but oil is getting poured all over my head. He said, yeah. He said, there's a lot going on. He said, I just, he said, I just turned around and looked over my shoulder because he said, I felt something going on with my back. And he said, when I turned around and looked over my shoulder, he said, wings popped out of my back. 
And he said, the moment they did, he said, I shot straight up into the second heaven. And he said, I was taken by the Lord in a vision, and I saw the black palace of Ashtaroth, the spirit of lust. And I saw how in this palace, this evil principality was plotting with all of these demons how to take down the ministers of God and how, how they can set them up and get them to fall and get into sin. And he said, God showed me that so I could uh, just somehow see their strategy. And he said, I just got back. I just kind of flew back and landed in my seat right when you elbowed me. Okay, so, and so while we're kind of like trying to figure this out, they had grabbed those and pulled those up in the line. Okay. So, get ready for your mantle, okay? Get ready for your mantle, okay? Okay, so the prophet's coming down the line. He's, he's ministering, he's prophesying, and he, he gets to Neville. And he says, he says, the Lord shows me, he's talking to Neville, that in this meeting, God has given you wings. That with these wings, you might fly up and ascend into the second heaven, and that way you can see the diabolical plans of the enemy, and that way you can pray and thwart the plans of the enemy. Tell the person on your left, are you ready to get your wings? Tell the person on your right, you're going to fly. Hallelujah. Okay, so, so uh, th th then he gets to me, and um, he says, Thus says the Lord, in this service during the meeting, the prophet Elijah has come, and he's been standing behind you, pouring oil on your head during the service. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Mm. So you lost most people in the Western church right there. Hallelujah. Mm. Oh, that's dangerous, Pastor Stephen. Oh, that's conjuring up the dead. Leave him alone. He never died. Hallelujah. Can we leave Elijah alone? Amen. Mm -mm. See, Elijah, as the prophet of Israel, still has a vested interest in that nation today. And he still visits there frequently today. Mm -mm. He still has a flesh body just like you do. And he's been in heaven for thousands of years now. Mm -mm. One prophet said he saw him there and he said, man, he's been there for so long, he looks like he's like gold now, like translucent gold. But he's coming back. Mm -mm. To walk the streets of Jerusalem. Mm -mm to confound and confuse the, the Antichrist and the false prophet. Praise God. Mm, mm. But see, that anointing for me, the anointing of Elijah in that aspect is for the anointing of the working of miracles. So that when people need a miracle, I can pray for them in faith, that faith of the, of the Lord comes on me and people receive breakthrough miracles. Praise God. Mm. Just lift your hands to the Lord for a moment. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God has something, a custom tailored mantle for you. Uh, uh, there's a mantle of Joseph that's going to fall on some of you. That's a mantle for end time prosperity. And you'll have supernatural wisdom of how to uh, preserve and gather finances for uh, the end time work of God. That's a Joseph anointing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But there's, there's also that lifting and on you. Many of you are going to get your wings. You'll be able to see into the heavenly realm. God will show you things, what the enemy's trying to do. You'll be able to pray against it. Lord, we just give you praise. Hallelujah. There's uh, many, many prophetic mantles that are going to drop. Uh, and a lot of the mantles that are going to come down today will be blue in color. And a lot of them will also be turning brown. Because the brown always represents humility. You have to stay low. You have to stay low. 
there's an area where God will even keep you like in a stealth mode. You are, you are unknown but well-known at the same time. Mm. Hallelujah. And when you fly in that stealth mode, the enemy's radar can't even pick you up because you fly in humility mode. And that his, his radar imagery cannot catch you when you're in that mode. Oh, Jesus, we praise you today. Okay, the anointing's here. Please stand up. Please stand up. We're going to sing that song to the Lord in just one moment. Right now, the Holy Spirit is helping you to identify what is that one thing. The Lord says, ask, what do you want? What do you want today? It's the God thing that you're supposed to ask for. Okay? He's going to give it to you. He's going to give it to you. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I was, I was talking with a spiritual father of mine years back. He was, at that time, in his 80s, Dr. Wade Taylor. And I said, I said, Wade, how many mantles, looking back over the history of your life and ministry, how many mantles have you, have you received from the Lord? He said, Stephen, that's an interesting question. He said, just last night, I decided to add them all up. And he said, I counted 27 distinct mantles that God placed on my life. This is a man that raised up one of the premier Bible colleges that was known for the deeper life, the deeper walk with God. And before he passed away, he laid hands on me and said, Stephen, I now transfer my mantle to you and the mantle of Walter Butler, a prophet that went to over 100 nations. And he said, I transfer the mantle of John Follett to you, a mystic saint, a man so far in the spirit, he couldn't even operate a screwdriver. I can still do a screwdriver. Hallelujah. But this man was so far out there, he, he couldn't. He was single. He never married. He stayed close to the Lord all the days of his life. And he was just off in the spirit world almost all of the time. And then he said, I transfer the mantle of Ivan Spencer to you, who raised up Elam Bible College. And so many of the mantles that have come my way have been for the preparation that one day, I know it's coming, I'll raise up. Actually, it's going to be a monastery. Hallelujah. A Pentecostal spirit-filled monastery. Hallelujah. With some different rules. You can come. You don't have to be, you don't, you can still be married and come. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. But it will be unique in that way. Hallelujah. Mm. Lord, we give you praise today. God's going to give something that's just tailor-made for what you need. I believe, though, in your heart that right now you know that thing that you need for this next phase of your life and of your ministry. Are you ready to ask the Lord? Okay. Lift both hands to the Lord. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your people today. They're hungry. They've persevered. They're here. And Lord, they want to drink of the new wine. You saved the best for last. Even as the latter rain would come, would be seven times stronger than the former rain in Israel. The latter rain of your spirit will be seven times greater than anything they saw at Pentecost. And so, Father, there are many front runners that are here in this meeting today. There are many that will ride this new wave of the spirit. They've already got their surfboards ready. They're ready to surf and ride this next great wave, a wave so glorious 
that it will not ebb, it will not go out and in like so many other revivals in history have had. So, Father, we just thank you. Lift your hands now. Lord Jesus, say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, from the depth of my heart, I ask this thing of you now, and may you receive it as something sacred and holy. Okay, in your own way, tell the Lord what it is you want. Say, Lord, this is it. There's, there's scribe angels in here right now. They can hear you. They have very good ears. They're writing it down. They're writing it down. They're writing it down. Okay, so lift your hands. Just wave your hands before the Lord. Say, Lord, I believe you've got it. Okay, now let's worship the Lord again, and the Mount Mentos are going to begin to come down in just a moment. Let's worship and sing to Him again. Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Heavenly Father, the mantles, the anointings that you have reserved for your people for this day and for this hour, lift your hands. Oh God, let it come on your people. Now, receive. Mantles fall in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, open the wardrobes of heaven. Mantles are coming down right now. Receive in the name of Jesus. Mantles of praise are coming down right now. Mantles of dance are falling right now. Some of you feel something happening with your feet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some of you are wanting to move and begin to praise the Lord. Mantles of deliverance are falling right now. The anointing to set the captives free is falling right now. Hallelujah. There's a mantle falling for properties for ministers to receive miracle debt free properties in the name of Jesus receive it in the name of the Lord there are healing mantles to set people free from cancer that are falling free that are falling right now mantles to heal people from cancer are falling right now in the name of Jesus Woo, glory to God mantles of prophetic anointing are coming right now over your eyes to be able to see and to hear in the spirit realm glory to God hallelujah God is also releasing fragrances and opening your spirit senses up to smell in the spirit realm right now and you're catching heavenly fragrances right now glory to God glory to God mantles are falling to operate in words of knowledge and prophecy and a much deeper and smoother grace than ever before take it take it take it in the name of the Lord Jesus take what you need right now hallelujah mantles of humility are falling so that you, you can properly steward the anointing hallelujah hallelujah and some of you are being marked right now as carriers of the ark carriers of the new glory because you're about to cross the Jordan woo, and go into the promised land walking in the new end time anointing of the spirit hallelujah glory to God hallelujah 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 praise God if you have cancer Wave your hand at me. Any type of diagnosis of a cancer, come stand at the front so I can lay hands on you right now. Anybody that you have been diagnosed with cancer, the Lord Jesus will heal you. Just come to the front. Stand right there. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Lord, take one step back. What's wrong with your body? I had sarcoma. Um, diagnosed 2017, spread it to lung. How are you doing right now? Still I'm, there? Uh, 
after I pray with the God, yes, um, it will be taken. Um, chemo was working. Yes. And I, I pray for God to keep the disease away from yes. me and never come back. Amen. Amen. I'm going to pray that for you. Stand right there. Stand right there. What do you need? Okay, what's wrong? And I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Okay, when was and this? That was in 2013. Okay. And then it came, uh, did everything that I was supposed to do. Okay. It came back. Okay. And then it started spreading. Okay. Okay, God's going to heal you today. Amen. Just stretch your hands towards these precious people. Just lift your hands. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the cancer. Loose her in the name of the Lord. Loose her in the name of the Lord. Loose her in the name of the Lord. Every trace of this foul demon, come out of her cancer in the name of Jesus. Fire. Receive in the name of the Lord. Fire in the name of the Lord. Amen. Put your hand right there, Kelly. Fire in the name of the Lord. Receive. Receive. Thank you, Jesus. Receive. Thank you, Lord. Receive. Healing anointing. Thank you, Lord. Give back everything the devil stole. All of her health. Thank you, Lord. I release an immunity. An immunity against cancer in the name of the Lord. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God bless you. Please take your seats for a moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Kelly, stand right here. Is this a group of ladies right here? How many of you are together? Five, all five, please come right over here. Lord, we give you praise. Lord Jesus, we thank you today. Where are you from? From Poland? Yes, but I live here. But you live here yes. in, in the UK? Yes. Praise God. What do you want the Lord to do? What is he's asking? What is it you want? Yes, the mantle. The mantle. Restoration between human land and spiritual creatures okay. and animals. You need healing also in your body? Um, the whole endocrine system, digestion. Okay. What do you want? What the, what's the mantle? Okay. Oh, you're going to, you, you look like him in the spirit. What do you want? I want to be able to heal people. Okay. Healing anointing. What do you want? Um, prophecy. And yes, healing. yes. What do you need? This morning I've been praying for double portion of my inheritance. The double of your inheritance. You're going to get it. Thank Start you. right down here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, I just thank you. I speak to the, uh, to the system of the inner parts of her body. Be healed in the name of the Lord. Every attack against her body, you foul devil. Loose her in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And receive the mantle that you've desired. Hallelujah. And Father God, she wants to walk in creative miracles. I know that John Wimber walked in that anointing and he had a flow. Receive in the name of the Lord Jesus. Fire into your belly in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. And Father, she wants the healing anointing. Let it come on her 
double portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. Fire in the name of the Lord. The Lord's also anointing you that while you sing and praise, people will be healed. And then you put your hands on them to finish it off. Hallelujah. They'll get, they'll be healed as you begin to sing and to praise the Lord. Angels will come into the room and then put your hands on them. The healing will just go right into their bodies. Lord, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I also see a writing gift for you. So I release writing anointing over your life. Hallelujah. The silver pen in your hand. Hallelujah. So, Father, I just give you praise. Uh, she's a carrier of the golden glory. She's going to have heavenly visitations and the catchings up, and she'll ride the white heavenly horse. So I just release that anointing, that prophetic grace, fire right into your belly in the name of Jesus. I speak long life over you in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, Father, I speak double portion of inheritance, fire in the name of Jesus, quickening in your spirit. I see accounting. I see a finances coming into your hands. The enemy has tried to block and hold back, but I speak release of your full provision into your life. In the name of Jesus, a lot of travel in your future. Going, going, going for the Lord. Hallelujah. I see you as a mother of Israel. Receive in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Walking the streets of Jerusalem and prayer walks in many, many places. Take it in the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord, we give you praise. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, the sister with the braids, with the pretty uh, colored dress. Yes, please come up. Lord, we thank you today. Glory to the Lord. What do you want the Lord to do? I want to be a many to, a many, I want to be a mother to many that are heartbroken, that are feeling so much pain, that are going through so much. Okay, lift your hands. Thank you, Father. I see already spiritual sons and daughters. I see the mentor anointing in her. So, Father, I just thank you that you're going to let provision flow, and she's going to be able to mentor many. Thank you, God. I'll just release that grace over her life now. A mantle's going to come on you now. Receive what you desire. Mantle comes on you now. Hallelujah. Something just touched you, didn't it? Hallelujah. What's the pendant around your neck? Who's the saint right here? Who is that? Is that, is that the Lord? Yes. Okay. You're going to begin to have some visitations. Uh, St. Therese is going, woo hoo hoo St. <laughs> Therese is going to visit you. The little flower, okay. She's going to advise you. Yes, St. Therese. Uh, she's going to be an advisor to you. She's already been watching you from heaven. You're going to at times smell the fragrance uh, of lilies and a pure, a pure fragrance. That means she's going to be wanting to mentor you, okay? Just receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today. Glory. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Who needs a miracle in their body? The doctor said we can't do anything else except just you, sister, come to the front. Who else? She need a miracle. The lady with the child, come. Uh, and you in the brown. Yes, the, the bronze, come forward. You need a miracle in your body. The doctor said we just can't. We can't do anything else. Oh, God, we give you praise today. While they're coming, who felt? You felt something come on you. Something came on you. You felt the, a touch from heaven. Wave, wave your hand at me. What happened? Mm -hmm. What happened to you? I felt something of weight come on my hands, like I was given something in my hands. Yes. Yeah, you've been given a, a, a weightier responsibility from the Lord. Are you a teacher? I'm a teacher and a minister. You're a teacher and a minister. Okay, so there's a weightiness. There's a responsibility that comes with teaching. So you're going to begin to teach more deeply, greater responsibility, because what we teach, it'll all get checked with the books one day. So your teaching anointing is going to a new level. Who else? Something came on you. What happened to you? 
I felt like something came on my head. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, something, something that's actually touched your mind. Yeah. You're going to go into a, the, what we call the brilliant zone. You're going to have some amazing ideas flow through you. What else happened that touched your hands? Gloves. Gloves. Mm. Okay. You're going to operate in the spirit, surgery on people. Hallelujah. Just you'll know how to minister very delicately. So, who else? Something came on you. Yes. What happened to you? Say again. Shiva. Shivering. Shivering. That's, that's an outward manifestation of the touch of the Spirit. Amen. I thought I heard Sheba in the Spirit, the Queen of Sheba. Praise God. There's also something with the number seven for you, God's favorite number. God will speak to you through the number seven. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. What happened? I, I fell down actually. Um, when you were speaking yesterday, like prophet, uh, prophet I, 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 I lifted up in the air, yes. my legs, everything. Wow. Today, while you, you knocked me off and I fell down and I was lifting off the floor. Yes. Uh, there's a fragrance all over you. Uh -huh. <laughs> I picked up the fragrance. You smell it? Yeah, you, yesterday I you've been, the yeah. one as well. Okay, so you're in the cloud of the Lord's glory right now. That anointing's on you. Just receive. Thank you, Jesus. Strength. Thank you, Lord, anointing. What's wrong with your body? Right foot swells. And mm. The doctor said it's because um, I have some problems with my kidneys, mm. and I was also told that I have incompetent cervix. Where every time I'm with child, when I'm five months, I always have a miscarriage. I have mm. four miscarriages. Okay. Lift your hands to the Lord, Father. I just rebuke the spirit of barrenness that has troubled her, that has followed her, has even affected her thinking. I break it. Now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I cut it from you. Now, this thing cannot follow you anymore. It's harassed you. It's followed you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I break it. Receive freedom in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Kelly, would you please put your hand on her tummy? Receive fire in the name of the Lord Jesus. Healing. Your foot's going to, that swelling's going to go down. The I can see how your foot is swollen, but it's going to go down now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Healing in the name of the Lord. Your womb will function normally in the name of the Lord. I break the curse in the name of the Lord. No more curse on your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're free. You're free. What do you need? And total healing. I've got five boys here to bowel syndrome. I was assaulted at work by two mentally ill people. I mm. get pains in my head. Okay. In my mind. I can't remember things. I could I can't remember people's names things they tell me within five minutes like it disappears okay i wake up from my dreams it's head to toe i've got pain all over my body my back yeah you know, lift your hands everything. okay lord i just speak to the tumors looser in the name of the lord leave her body in the name of the lord jesus christ thank you father i speak deliverance in the name of the lord in America, we call it, you got slimed. Something jumped on you from those people that, that, uh, that, that hurt you. And a spirit jumped on you and has been harassing you. I break it in the name of the Lord Jesus. You're clean. All defilement leaves you right now. And the blood of Jesus washes you cleaner than any soap could ever get you. You're clean and whole. Now we throw off that old garment of abuse in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I release the priestly anointing, hallelujah, the queen anointing upon your life, hallelujah, to be as an Esther in the name of the Lord. I speak restoration into your life, healing in the name of the Lord. Every symptom will leave in Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you. What do you need? Um, I've come on behalf of my 
my son. Yes, what does Before he Before I gave birth to him, I had a visitation from the Lord where he said, he'll give me a son, and I'll yes. name him Elijah. Mm. So I named him that, but um, since I gave birth, he's been having some delays, yes. which manifests as um, symptoms of autism okay. and speech delays. Okay. So he's not meeting his milestones. and. Um, Okay. He's still waiting his, awaiting his diagnosis, but then physically, being a mom of four, I know that there's quite a lot of difference in terms of his development. Yes, okay. So Is this his brother? Yes. Uh, what's your name? Um, Gigi. Gigi? Yeah. Okay. Father, I just thank you for Elijah. Please stretch your hands towards him. Father, I just say that his destiny will be fulfilled, and he will be, he will be a brilliant orator. He'll be a speaker, in many ways, an unparalleled preacher with beautiful oratory skills. I release the blessing now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke any chromosomes that would not be lined up perfectly. Come into divine order now in the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I speak over the mind. Anything missing, be made whole and be put in there now in the name of Jesus. Be created in the name of the Lord. Anything missing in the name of Jesus and peace. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Grace and strength for the mother. Thank you, Father God. And for the brother, bless him, O God. What was your name, Gigi? Yes. Father, bless him with strength, O God, and joy. You're going to be a very happy young man, a lot of joy in your life. So, Father, we thank you. Favor upon his life in Jesus' name. Now, we thank you, Father, for the miracle now. Miracle anointing now in the name of Jesus into this body. Amen. He'll be full and whole. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. What do you need? Lord, I just touch the eyes. Receive in the name of Jesus. Impartation, healing. Thank you, Father God. Take that. Thank you, Lord. Amen. What do you need? I feel my spiritual life is strong, but I just can't stop like itching my hands. Mm. Sort of like an addiction to itching my mm -hmm. hands. You've almost itched the skin off, it looks like, yeah, in some areas. I just can't stop. It's been getting better, but I just can't. Just hold them both out. Is it both of them or just one? Um, both. Okay. Lord, I just thank you. Hallelujah. I thank you for his honesty and bravery to share this, his open heart. You're going to do great things in his life. He's going to need these hands. So, Father, I just speak blessing over these hands. I break it in the name of the Lord. This itching spirit, loose him in the name of the Lord. Come out of his hands. Don't go anywhere else into his body. Come out, come out, come out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Turn this way. Loose him in the name of the Lord. Come out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. I break it. In the name of the Lord, come off of him. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That thing's left you. That addiction, we break it completely. That thing has left you. God bless you. Amen. You won't need the itch anymore. Amen. God bless you today. Lord, we thank you. Come up, my brother. What do you need? Okay. You still drinking? Sorry. Are you still drink or you said what was causing that? Okay. Just lift your hands. Receive fire of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. Be healed in the name of the Lord. Be free in the name of the Lord. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Take that. Amen. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Okay. Receive anointing. Fire in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Who's smelling supernatural fragrance? You've smelt fragrance in the meeting. Wave your hand. What'd you get? It smells like um, roses. Roses. Yeah, then when we were praying as well, there was tingling in my fingers and I could see like liquid, different colors. I've seen that before. Yes. Pastor was praying for people and the liquid was like going round. Yes. So now I can see that. That's the glory and the anointing. Amen. Roses, the presence of Jesus. Okay. Who else you're getting? You've been getting the fragrance of the Lord. What's happening? Smoke. Smoke. You smell smoke. Uh, that's a good smoke. It also means that you're in the holy place, uh, the altar of incense, right in front of the Ark of the Covenant. So you're very close to the Lord. Amen. Yes, sister. Cold breeze coming on your head. That's the, the, the whirlwinds of heaven, the lifting of heaven. Uh, there's actually a fragrant swirling right here. And now we're starting to get into the frankincense right now. Anybody getting that? Say again. Lavender. Lavender. Lavender is the royalty of the Lord, the purple. Okay. Amen. What are you getting right over there? Coconut and what? Lily. Lily. different types. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the lily is the righteousness of the Lord. The coconut's the meat of the word. God bless you. The Lord said you should touch my eyes because I receive. Have <laughs> 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 I want to drift over here for a moment. Lord, we just give you praise. You're revealing your glory. What have you been getting? A perfume? Okay. 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 So the perfume, you're in the heavenly realm. You're in the heavenly realms. Ephesians 2, 6, seat it with Christ in heavenly realms. Okay, that's reality for you. Who else? Whoa, Scott, uh, we're getting the swirling action. Yes. Just hold them up. Lord, I just release grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. Take her into that new anointing. Thank you, Father. Receive. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just receive. Don't yes. Have the sense of smell naturally. Yes. But when you pass, that smell. It wasn't a strong. Yeah, strong rose. Roses all yeah. over. Yeah. See, it's the it's the Lord Jesus. The Lord. Amen. Now this is opening up. Okay. This will just stay. This is a gift. This is yours for the rest of your life. Amen. Okay. So this gift goes with me everywhere I go. So when I, I, this impartation. So you cannot smell in the natural, but you're smelling in the spirit. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Amen. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you. More grace, Lord. More anointing. Receive. Blessing. Blessing. Lord, we thank you. Okay. Let's walk over here for a moment. Who's been smelling in the spirit? What you got? Um, aftershave. Okay. So we talked about that. Okay. Now the aftershave means you're a person that walks very close to the Lord. Okay. And it means you're getting real close to the Lord. He's going to take you into that place of the Holy of Holies. And you'll dwell there. You're a Psalm 91 woman. Okay, dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. Stay close. Lord, we just release grace. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Who else? 
What you been getting? It's been like strong blossom, like you know, this is like strong scent of like it smells like a river, but not okay. like not river, but it smells like a river. Okay. Like a sea, like Clean. a living tree. Like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> okay, it's a supernatural fragrance, and it's the river of life. Uh, the heavenly uh, uh, revelation chapter 22 the pure clean river of life but you're also getting the sea because um, you're going to go to different countries okay god's got a lot in your future god bless you who else you're smelling the ladies back here praise god so i'm starting to get it right right in this area what you've been getting Took me to like a garden and there was flowers and he told me to eat it mm. but and then i was just chewing on it but good it's like i could taste it but kind of smell it but i don't know what the smell is okay so the impartation see uh, uh taste and see that the lord is good, good. blessing in the name of the lord yeah. what happened um i keep smelling like sweets like something really sweet and then i'll feel like a wind brush over my shoulders and it will be like a rose is right under my nose Okay. Okay, so that's the angel of the Lord standing next to you. There's many angels in the room, and they're fanning the fragrance of the Lord. And the roses is uh, one of the main uh, revelations of the Lord. The, he's the rose of Sharon. And the rose also represents the lover's heart between you and the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else? You're, you're smelling over there? What are you getting? Butter mint. Yeah, it actually just kind of bounced over here on me. Okay, so that also, uh, is that the same thing as butterscotch or butter mint? No, no, butter mints are like at weddings. Oh, like little at the, mints. yeah, the little mints. Those little mints at weddings. Praise the Lord. That's, That's the peace good. of God, also a cleansing of the Lord coming into your life. Very peaceful cleansing. What's going on? I'm, I'm spending two, two flowers, one's a buttercup and one's a daisy. Okay, mm. so we got the butter thing kind of going over here now. <laughs> Okay, uh, the friend of God, the daisies, the happy, the colorful. I just release that, Lord. I walk like Abraham as a friend of God. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Receive blessing. Thank you, Lord. Yes, my brother. I smell like, um, it's hard to articulate, but like the air freshener, I don't know what flower thing it is, but it's kind of like an air freshener. I smelled it earlier. It was very like fresh. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so you're having, again, the Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. You're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. And so when you get into the perfumes, these clean smells, it means in your spirit has gotten lifted real high with the Lord. And you're beginning to discover that identity of who you are in Christ. You're seated above all of these troubling problems. You'll prevail in everything. God bless you. Amen. Let me get one more. Lord, we praise you. Uh, it's real, real thick right in here. Yes. Okay, the cinnamon is also the cleansing of the Lord. Uh, cinnamon is very hot, but it brings cleansing and also healing into your body. Lord, we give you praise. Every, everyone has a prophetic meaning. Thank you, Lord. So many of you can get, be getting different things. My sister in the bronze, what are you getting? Okay. Myrrh. Yeah, we're starting to get the myrrh a little bit, and uh, uh, let's trust the Lord to take us into the frankincense also. Uh, frankincense means we're getting into the open portal, but in many ways we're already there. Uh, if you start smelling frankincense, it means God's hearing your prayer request and He's saying yes to it. 
okay? So, Father, we just thank you. We seal what you have done today in this service. We thank you for your blessing upon it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you so much, Father. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen.